Thank you for listening to the Sandals Church Podcast. Today's episode is part of our Real Spirituality content series, conversations on the reality of the unknown, how spirituality impacts us all, and what the Bible has to say about it. We hope you enjoy this episode. And one of the things she did was give up her first-born grandkid from all of her lineage to the devil. We're wrestling with forces that are, that are beyond us, that are unseen, and something's on the roof, something big starts walking on top of this roof. What is up, fam? Adam Matheson here. Hey, we are uh, doing this special content series that we're calling Real Spirituality. And what's really cool is I've got a homie here in Alex who, uh, who really in some ways inspired this series. Um, we, we did a, a separate piece some time ago. And uh, after we'd wrapped that, um, we just started rapping about some of your story as you heard uh, what, we, what we were talking about then. And uh, I got like a piece of it, man. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited that you're yeah. back. Uh, thanks for being here to, yeah. to share a bit more of the, the fuller version with, with me, with our audience. Um, and so, man, today we are talking uh, about a few different things. But, mm-hmm. man, we're going to start with this idea of generational curses. And uh, that, that might sound funky. I, I don't know if you've heard of this idea before. But let me just give us a working definition uh, of a curse that... Um, that is, yeah, yeah, maybe spiritual in nature, but um, I want to actually bring it, bring it down to earth a little bit mm-hmm. by just simply saying a, a curse is um, something that is spoken, typically, mm-hmm. um, words that have power to destroy. So uh, think about, man, a blessing. You, you sneeze, I say, God bless you. I'm blessing you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm saying something that's good to you. Um, a curse is the other way. Uh, words have power. And these are, these are the kinds of words or messages or scripts that can exist in a family system, in a culture um, that get passed down through mm-hmm. the, the generation. And um, one example of this, just to, to if, you're, if you're familiar with the Bible, if you're a Christian, uh, the, the Bible speaks about this and talks about how um, God blesses uh, those who love Him and obey His commands to thousands of generations, but He says the, the, the sinful don't go unpunished because our God is just. And so He says the sins of, of those will, will extend to the third or fourth generation. And so, uh, man, these, these things can be really powerful. Mm-hmm. You, you have a really powerful one. Um, man, I, I think of a, just a, a quick one. I don't have a big story around it, but my dad uh, would always... Uh, he just had this mentality, this script. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he got it from, but it was that it, it's sort of Murphy's Law. If it can go wrong, it will with me. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, that yeah. was something that he would like say. And um, he worked a lot with his hands around projects. And at some point in any project you work with on your hand, what, you know, like you're going to run into something. Yeah. But he would say this thing. And I'm like, man, like he's already believing it. Like he's mm-hmm. waiting for the moment when it's not going to go He's already well set it up or, to happen. He's th- like, that's right. This is about to go down at some point. So that's kind of a quick and easy example yeah. of something that just was there for my dad. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if that's right. That doesn't seem like, I wonder if there, so, yeah. so we, we wouldn't maybe normally call that a curse, but that's the kind of thing we're talking about. But you have a, a really powerful story in your family and I'd love for you to just open up and, and share with us about that. Yeah, it's been, uh, I mean, it's awesome to see God like you said in scripture, like the blessings will be there. Mm. And I've been able to live in the blessings because of my parents. They found Jesus before I was born, mm. got in relationship with him, living, living a liberated life in Christ, mm. but had to go through some battles because of the uh, proclamations and things that were spoken in past generations. I come from South Texas, which is a very like Hispanic area of, of, of Texas, but also 
connected to Mexico. Most of my family's from Mexico, sure. a couple of generations back. And the in Mexico and in, in my area, there's Catholicism and, and this form of like witchcraft are married together. Mm. And so my grandmother, my great grandmother actually, uh, on my father's side, was grew up in a very hard area. She, mm. she went through a lot of hardship and was not around a lot of believers or Christians. And so she found this form of Catholicism where they're like, your, your way out is through witchcraft. Mm. Your way out is your ability to put curses on your neighbors or your situation or for your good mm. or for your children and the next generation. And mm. the way you do that is a give and a take. And one of the things she did was give up her first born grandkid from all of her lineage to the devil is one of the things she did so she could prosper here on earth. Wow. And it's, it was, it sounds crazy and it sounds funky, but you know, when you open strange doors, the devil's going to do what he can to mess with as many people as he can to keep them from Christ. Mm. Fast forwarding to my parents, right before I'm, I'm, I'm born, my parents find Jesus and it's mm. an awesome experience. They, they, they fall in love with God and give their lives to the Lord. And then about a couple of months after they get saved, they start experiencing these weird things. Mm. And so the reason I bring up a trailer is because if you've ever been in a trailer, an old school trailer, it, when anything hits it, it gets loud. Mm. You can tell if a cat gets on top of your car, I'm on the top of the trailer real quick. Mm. And so one night my parents are dead asleep, three o'clock in the morning, and something's on the roof. Something big starts walking on top of this roof. And they're like, uh, the way their trailer is set up, uh, they slept on one end, and my brother and I were in another room on the other end. Mm. And so there's just automatically this uneasiness. My mom wakes up my dad. There's something going on. They hear it go across the, the, the trailer, and then my brother starts screaming. So they rush through the room. They go to my brother. He is freaking out. You go to grab him. He's on fire to the touch, like hot. I'm right next to him asleep, like nothing's going on. Mm. Like, And I am a little baby, so I should be awake freaking out he's the one he's almost like a year and a half at this point mm. so he's going through this my parents are trying to figure out what to do is it colic what is it don't know what to do finally after like hours of like trying to figure it out they take him to my aunt's house she's catholic put some holy water on him that's all they can think of to do mm. all right we'll go back home and then go to sleep and just forget about it yeah and so it happens again the next day and then the next day and they're like, like I said, brand new Christians. They go to their Bible study leader and they're like, hey, we've never experienced this, but we're, one, not getting sleep. Two, right. like there's this weird situation where something shows up we can't see. We just hear it. And then my son freaks out. Yeah. And their Bible study leader is like, well, like start talking about their past because they know the area and the things that have, are traditional in our culture. Mm. And they're like, oh, my dad's like, well, there's this. I'm like, my dad has told me stories of his mom doing these kind of things. And they're like, okay, well, God has the power. Like, mm. no, what, whatever is going on, <laughs> whatever the situation is, Jesus is going to take care of it. Mm. And he was like, okay. And he's like, but we're going to take prayer. It's going to take you standing in the gap for your family. Mm. And so it happens again, like clockwork, my dad says. You could literally just, as soon as 3 o'clock hits, noise starts happening, brother starts freaking out. And they start going to battle for this situation, whatever it is, because they don't fully know what's going right. on. They start going into prayer, and it starts going away. Mm. Like, okay, this thing's, all right, this is, it still doesn't feel like it's fully over, but, like, my brother's calming down way faster than before, mm. way faster than the holy water, way faster than, 
you know, trying to figure out what these things are. Right. And then the next morning, after they've done it for a couple of more nights, but it keeps getting better and better. And my dad says that they were asleep, and it was like almost like, okay, this is about to happen, but I don't want to wake up because I'm tired. <laughs> he's like, but he's like, I know that the clock's about to hit three. And he's like, and instead of this noise happening, the Holy Spirit just kind of fills the room in the presence of the presence of God, just like abundant and full and peaceful. And mm. um, I get emotional about it because I love how much God loves us. Mm. And this is such a picture of God's just peace, his answer, his promise. Mm. And my mom said she was like, we didn't open our eyes because there wasn't a need to. There mm. wasn't a, a question of what was going on. He's like, mm. the spirit entered the room and it was done. Mm. It was finished. Mm. And God was like, I'm taking care of it. This isn't a thing you have to deal with ever again. Mm. Your kids' kids won't have to deal with this ever again. Because you've turned to me and I am the King of Kings. I'm the Lord of Lords. Mm. I've got you. And that's one of the, like, the pillars of, in my faith, my relationship with God, um, and how he, he transformed and broke that curse yeah. off of my family's life. Yeah. yeah. Um, was there a part of the story about how um, at some point your family gathered together some, some, yeah. some books? Um, yeah. To so about- I found that out like 16, 17, like a year later, my grandfather, my, my dad's dad, whose family this has kind of come down through, um, is he's passing away from uh, his, old, his old age and uh, some, some uh, disease issues. He had diabetes and stuff. And as we were in the hospital, as he was like deteriorating, as families do, you come together. And so my family's just sitting around chatting and um, my, uh, my, my dad's talking with his brothers and his sisters. And so there's six of them and he's, the eldest brother's like, somehow... My aunt brings up something that, oh, have y'all ever experienced this weird thing? And then my, my her older, older brother, who's very uh, science-driven, very logical-minded, like never really into spiritual things, stands up, walks over from across the room, and is like, what are y'all talking about? And my, <laughs> they're asking my dad, and they're like, uh, my dad reminds them of the situation, because that's the sister he would go to her house and she would do the holy oh, water. Sure. He was like, it kind of reminds me of this. And the brother's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, uh, I've been experiencing throughout my life weird things in our house. And like the same things that my aunt was experiencing, my uncle was experiencing. Mm. And then so through this, my dad starts saying, well, Jesus is the answer. God is gonna, the liberator. He can bring you this thing. You can pray through this and God can move in, in your lives. And he was like, I always try to, my uncle was like, I always try to justify it. Just raccoons, just this weird thing that's up there, this, this thing making noise. And then, chupacabra. yeah, chupacabra, like whatever. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I would just, I got to the point where I just didn't go in my, my attic anymore. He's mm-hmm. like, cause I was just like, there's something in there. I'm not, I don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then starting to see them find the key, which is Jesus, mm-hmm. find liberation, showing them how to like pray over their home, mm-hmm. how to pray over their kids and start seeing them break those curses off of themselves. And then my little old grandmother is like sitting there and she's goes, oh, his mom gave me a bunch of random artif- like charms, artifacts from her, her days to protect us, to protect me. And I've just always had them for the last, you know, 40, 50, or 70, 80 years at this point, like in my dresser. And my dad's like, she's like, and we see these things and I always experience them 
near and around where those charms are like placed. And my dad's like, okay, cool. Let's just deal with that. Let's remove him from the house. Let's destroy them. My dad's man of faith. And I'm, like I said, like 18 now and I'm walking in my relationship with Jesus. And uh, my dad calls me. He's like, hey, we're going to go to grandma's house and we're going to remove and deal with these little artifacts that are there. And I remember being like, my dad's just like, matter of fact about it, chill. Because he's been there and done that by this time, right? And I'm like 18. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I just learned about this story a couple years ago, but okay, let's, let's, God is God. He's going to take care of this. And so we show up and in a very Texas tradition, we put in the barbecue pit to burn these, like, it's like plastic, wooden, like little um, perverted symbols of like the cross. So like Uh it's images of the cross with extra things on it. And then just like weird little tchotchke type things that uh, my grandmother was just, had put curses on or spoken different things over. And so we start breaking them, rebuking and praying over the house, like rebuking any plan of the devil and like just, but not in a, like you see in movies where it's like you're walking around the cross and it's, no, it's just a straightforward, straightforward power of Jesus. Yeah. He's got this. We're giving you control, Lord God, over this place and our hearts and this place and all the things that go in it. And we ask you protection and hand over it. And you, my grandmother, my, my aunt still lives there. Another mm. aunt, one of the six lived there and they said the, the change in the house mm. was immediate and different. And I remember like as we were destroying these things in this barbecue pit, just so thankful for the liberation of Christ mm. again. Like just the knowledge that it's not this like we like God is more powerful. Like we've kind of said in some of the other episodes, it's like it's not a the enemy and, and the Lord or it's a battle duking us. No, no, God has complete control. Sure. It's up to us to surrender ourselves with our with our free will to God. And yeah. as we do that, he takes care of it all. Yeah. And so seeing that happen and spread through my aunts and uncles' lives and them receive their liberation and then other people that my parents have led in ministry, being able to share that with them is an amazing thing. And a thing that I think I really hope for this this series Mm. is to see people just realize that Jesus is the answer. Sure. As you pray and you seek him and give him authority, he's taking care of those situations. connections and those and most and, and it's never from an evil spot where it starts like mm. I don't think my great-grandmother ever was like mm. I'm going to do this so I can curse the rest of my family she was desperate crazy raccoon showing up their house right. like later on in life no she was desperate in a place just living in, in really really bad circumstances sure. doing really really bad things and looking for anything to help and that's what was accessible. and that's what was accessible at the moment yeah but the beauty of Jesus is that it, you it's not going to pull you down this this crazy road. Mm. But I see these these new things coming, and people can trying to connect with those. I want to make sure that they get what is new, what mm. is God, what is the truth, that is, what is the real liberation, which mm. is 
the, the Lord, you know, yeah. and the real answer for these spiritual questions. Yeah. And so that's really been like one of the things that I, I'm so excited for this series to do mm. is to show people that. Yeah. Because whether sure. it's what we talked about from uh, psychedelics to um, demonic activity to uh, even manifestation, all these things are just false. Like just like those little counterfeits. counterfeit crosses, counterfeits, you know, uh, mm. protection and counterfeit um, faith. Yeah. And seeing God be able to just push all that away, even if you're neck deep in it, sure. generations deep in yeah. it, like we were. Start calling just out. Just sweep it out. Jesus yeah. is King. God will give you give you this whole situation, mm. and not even like not even knowing the things, the words to pray. My mother in the situation, she's baby Christian, like months old in the faith and like doesn't know what to pray. Mm. God gives her words in the moment. Yeah. In the sure. moment where she's seeing her son like go through this thing. Yeah. God says, I'm going to give you what to pray. Yeah. I'm going to give you the exact words like it shows in his word. Yeah. I'm going to give you the words at the time, the moment that you need. Yeah. And so just knowing that it's not just for my family, yeah. not just for you, not just for the pastor, not for these higher things. It's for every person who calls on the name of Jesus, Amen. this liberty and faith and, and freedom yeah. is always going to be there. I love, man, so much about that story that I love. I love even the emotion that it elicits, yeah. right? That that this is this is a real story. This is your family's history, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, I love that you also pointed out uh, the idea that uh, there is a spirit um, that is the one true living mm -hmm. God who dwells in us and that is accessible yeah. at any given time. And I, I do think a lot of us struggle with like, uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. Well, mm -hmm. none of us really do. Yeah. We're, we're wrestling <laughs> with forces yeah. that, are, that are beyond us, that are unseen. And, and so just that, that peace and, and rest that can come for those of us who are in Christ to know that the Spirit will teach us and remind yeah. us and give us the words in the moment. Yeah. And we don't need to worry too much about that. Um, it's not about getting it right in no, that sense. Exactly. It's about calling upon him mm -hmm. for help. You it's, know? A, it's you just surrendering yourself. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's, it's that act of worship where you surrender your heart. Mm. And even if you don't like my mother, didn't have the words, yeah. don't be there, man. Yeah. God's going to, he knows your, where you're at. He knows your intention. And when you do that, he's going to take care of you. Yeah. And, and I think that that's like a, a theme here too, right? Is that, uh, most of us start seeking. We've, we've talked a lot about spirituality as a, as a seeking of something that we know we need, yeah. whether we can articulate it or not. And that that itself isn't the problem. Yep. It's the it's the sources. That's where where we're going to find exactly. it. And so um, so yeah, I think that another thing that I love about your story is is you kept talking about Christ the Liberator, mm. like that he's he's the one who brings freedom. You know, in certain circles uh, there are and you. You ran in this circle, right? We, there's a deliverance yeah. ministry. Yeah. And deliverance, again, it's a very spiritual word, yes, but it's also a very uh, pragmatic word yeah. um, that means to set free. And it's part of the story of the people of God, mm -hmm. the, probably the most famous story in the Old Testament being the Exodus and Him liberating, delivering yeah. His people, setting them free from bondage, from oppression, from slavery. And... Uh, and so I, it reminds me of a verse that I wanted to share uh, with you and yeah. with, with our audience um, because Christ can't be the liberator if he's not the victor first. Amen. Right? It's his victory mm -hmm. that he has already uh, won for us that gives him the ability and the power yeah. and the authority to set us free. 
And, uh, and Colossians 2 says this, You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Mm. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all our sins. And here it is in verse 14, Colossians 2. He canceled the record. Yeah. I, I think of these generational yeah. curses, yeah. right? He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, mm-hmm. he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross, yeah. you know? And so I, I love that Jesus forgave your grandma mm-hmm. because she did that yeah. unknowingly, yes, but she did but it. She did it, yeah. And she yeah. did it to herself and maybe even, I'm sure, unknowingly to, to generations yeah. that would follow, yeah. you know? And so not only was she able to receive the forgiveness of Christ, but she was, you know, in, in that victory, but was able um, to experience uh, the, the freedom mm-hmm. um, that, that comes from the victory that yeah. he's already obtained for us, man. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, the beauty of it is like we so we hear so many people say like I, before they come to Christ, like I didn't feel like I was good enough to show up to church, or I didn't, mm. wasn't good enough to. I had too much this, or I did did too many of these things, or was too involved in that thing, mm. and this scripture just obliterates that. And it's like, no, yeah. I'm bigger. I'm be- I, that don't matter. Like my yeah. love for you is better and stronger, and will will and will cover all those things. Sure. Whether you did it like my grandmother willingly going and finding these things and holding these things, and she she gave those up and surrendered to God. Yeah. And that then the freedom comes. Yeah. You know? And that's that's the hope. That is the encouragement, man, is that um, some of us may have, wh- whether we call them curses or mm. um, patterns of yeah. behavior or messages, scripts that we've sort of inherited um, that, that play in our own minds or, or, or spirits, um, that there's a, there is a way out, right? Yeah. That, that He can cancel those things. Mm-hmm. He, he's the one who can take something that is, has a powerful force yeah. in, our, in our lives and undo it and, yeah, and dis, dis I love the disarming yeah right like it has power yeah. to it you know to destroy uh, these curses but um, but it, it it takes takes that away yeah. you know so uh, man thanks so much for yeah. for sharing um, I well, appreciate thank you for hosting all these episodes and bringing the, the the truth of the word of God and helping guide these conversations has been awesome too because yeah. I'm out usually on the other side of the camera yeah. seeing they're watching um, it's been a blessing to me and I know it's going to be a blessing to people yeah, as well for sure and I uh, yeah I just want to finish with um, blessing you man um, just speaking good things over mm-hmm. you in the name of Jesus you know especially thinking about you know this third or fourth generation that the, the yeah. sins the iniquities you know those those curses whatever they are um, but just to remind you that, man, you're inheriting Amen. thousands of generations Amen. of blessings for Amen. you and your family. And um, so praise God, man. Thanks yeah, for sharing. Praise God. All right. Mm-hmm.